0: Hey, Nicole, congratulations on 100 episodes. Um, I want to thank you for your podcast because it just always reaffirms to me that we're on the right path and that we're doing the right things and that even on the hard days that it's going to be okay. So thank you for all that you do and for recording and for your guests. And I am looking forward to more episodes to be the voice in my ear that, you know, that we do got this. So thanks again. Thank you so much, Allison, for leaving an audio review of the podcast. I love hearing your voice and the kiddos in the background just gave it just that little bit extra. So thank you for taking the time to uh, stop by and leave us an audio. It means the world to us. So thank you so much. You are listening to the Dyslexia Mom Life Podcast. I'm Nicole Holcomb former teacher and school counselor turned civil rights attorney and podcast host. It wasn't that long ago that we learned the reason that our daughter was struggling to learn to read in first grade was dyslexia. Fast forward four years past many hours of research and collaborating with experts in the field of dyslexia. Now I'm sharing the lessons I have learned that took me from being an overwhelmed mom who didn't understand dyslexia to a go-to mom who is helping hundreds of moms each week through education and collaboration. I created the Dyslexia Mom Life podcast to give you simple, actionable, step-by-step strategies and hacks to help you do the same. If you're feeling alone and lost on your parenting dyslexia journey and you're looking to find a mom who gets it, you're in the right place. Let's jump in and get started. Today on the podcast, we are going to talk about confidently raising a child with dyslexia. You've been reading the blogs and the books, hanging out in Facebook groups, and listening to amazing podcast shows. But now what? What are the actions you need to take to confidently raise your child with dyslexia? Well, let's find out if you are on the right path I know that you want to get rid of that feeling of overwhelm, that feeling in your stomach. I mean, I know it. It's kind of like that kind of queasy feeling, just like your gut's telling you, I just don't know what to do next. And sometimes that feeling can be a little paralyzing. Am I right? Well, today we're going to take a quiz to find out where you are. Where are you on your dyslexia parenting journey? You're just going to simply say yes or no to these questions. So let's get started. The first question in the right path quiz is, number one, can you confidently tell others what dyslexia is? That's the very first step. Do you feel confident enough about dyslexia to others? If you had to write down on a piece of paper right now, dyslexia is, would you be able to write a clear and concise answer? Or if you were to bump into someone and they were to say, I I heard that your child was dyslexic. What does that mean? Could you do that in like a 30-second elevator pitch? I mean, could you really concise it down and do you feel confident about it? This is a yes or no answer. Yes. Are you really sure? Like, could you write it down? And if you are sure, take a minute and write it down. What is dyslexia? And then take a look at it. Do you feel confident about that answer? If the answer is no, why not? Why don't you know or feel confident enough to know how to explain what dyslexia is to someone else? Because think about it. Along your parenting journey with your child, you're going to have to explain dyslexia multiple times. You're going to have to explain dyslexia to the piano teacher. You're going to have to explain dyslexia to the soccer coach. You're going to have to explain dyslexia perhaps even to the classroom teacher. You may even have to explain dyslexia to your mom or to your sister or to your best friend or to your neighbor. Do you get my point? It goes on and on. Are you able to confidently say, yes, this is what dyslexia is? So really this is a yes or no, right? All these questions are really directing yes or no. So the very first one is, can you confidently define what dyslexia is? Yes or no. If not, you know what? No, I got you, right? It is not a problem. There are many episodes way back in the library that you can go over and look at many of our episodes I try to get people to go back to what their definition of dyslexia is so the more you listen to the podcast the more you're going to be familiar and comfortable with how do I define dyslexia and I'm going to talk to you in a little bit about some free resources I have for you too that's going to help you along the way so hold tight on that don't don't go anywhere but just know that I've got you so if you don't know it's okay so let's talk about number two Number two on your quiz. So the second question is, have you processed your thoughts and feelings about raising a child with dyslexia? Be really honest here. And this may be something that you have to go back and back and back again. Let me, let me explain in a moment. So I want you to write yes or no. How Have you processed your thoughts and feelings about raising a child with dyslexia? So let's talk about the yes or no. No you haven't. That's okay. I've got you. I'm going to give you a resource toward the end of the episodes today more about how I can help you and more about where you can find and kind of process those thoughts. And you may be thinking I don't need to process my thoughts. Well, then if you haven't, you definitely do and and if you don't realize it This may be an opportunity for you to really sit down and think through those things. So have you processed your thoughts or feelings? I guarantee you have them. Guarantee you have them. If it is yes, then bravo. You have done the work. You have sat down. You've journaled. You have thought through your thoughts. That's a mouthful, right? You've really thought about, you know, what I call your mindset, right? Like, where, where are you starting? How are you feeling about it? It really does impact your whole family dynamics, I I guarantee you it does. And it also impacts how your child is responding to their own dyslexia. They watch you. They get their cues from us, from the mom. So have you really sat down and processed those thoughts and feelings? And those look a little like this. Not only do you know the definition of dyslexia, but how do you actually feel about it? I mean, how do you feel about having a child with dyslexia? What is that? What does that family dynamic now look like? You may have had many thoughts about what the direction is going to look like, and it may look really different. You may continue to process this as what we call peeling back the onion. As you find other what I also like to call the dyslexia sisters, as you find other pieces of your child's learning profile, whether it is a ADHD, you know, diagnosis or identification, or it is uh, anxiety or um, eating or whatever it might be. Like what is your, your complete child's kind of, we call it a learner profile, but it's really just your whole child, right? Looking at all the academic, social and emotional pieces, but you also have to peel that back and think about your own. And we've even found like years later, as we as we go through these transitions to middle school and we go looking at schools and all the pieces are, you know, maybe you've just recently received uh, another identification. It's brought you back to the podcast because maybe now your child has an anxiety disorder because of the dyslexia or it's all kind of it's all kind of wrapped in one big package. Right. With a nice little bow on top. (laughs) And so it may throw you back into processing those thoughts and feelings again. So some of these pieces are not a one and done thing. But right now today, while you're taking this quiz, you know, have you processed through those pieces? My guess is probably not, but if you haven't, it's okay. We're going to talk about that in a minute. All right, let's go on to number three. Yes or no. Do you have a master plan? What I call the dyslexia battle blueprint. Do you have a plan? Yes or no? If you don't have a plan, and when I talk about a plan, let me let me explain for a moment. In the Dyslexia Battle Blueprint, what I talk about in a lot of the things that I have available to moms is, and you'll hear about this throughout the podcast episodes too, I might not always reference Dyslexia Battle Blueprint, I may not always reference a master plan, but this is when you'll hear it. When I talk about academics, when we talk about social, when we talk about emotional, when we talk about identifying the needs of our children, when we talk about identifying the strengths our children have, when we talk about how to best remediate our child's dyslexia, When we talk about all these pieces, then that is all about your master plan. So you're not going to wake up tomorrow and your child be remediated. You're not going to wake up tomorrow and your child no longer have anxiety. You might wake up six months from now and it may look better. But you know why that is? Because you had a master plan. Because you got the right people at the table in your tribe, in your community, to have conversation about what was best for your child. So, if you don't have a master plan, if you're just kind of waking up, sending them to school and hoping it gets fixed, then, yeah, you need more of a plan than that. So, if you don't have one, why not? You know, you may just be stuck at, I didn't know I needed a plan. Uh, what is it? Like, what do you mean? And so, that's the pieces I'm talking about, which is setting some goals, or the master plan that we do in our, in our programs is we talk about setting goals. We talk about how to monitor those goals, how to, you know, kind of pivot. Sometimes you may have to adjust in the different seasons as your child goes from elementary to middle or middle to high, or maybe there's some type of, uh, I don't know, crisis in your child's life. Maybe something happens at school and, it, and it, it kind of throws them for a loop. Or maybe you're just now realizing there's another level or another layer rather that you peeled back of the dyslexia and now you see something else that you're having to address as a family. That's going to happen. But if you wake up with just the, the next few steps, right? Like I, you don't have to, I mean, a lot of people talk about a master plan. And, and I do think about this long range, like where do we want to go at the end? Like what are some goals that me and my child and my and our family has for our daughter like what are the plans a little bit down the road right but we also are talking about what are the immediate plans too like what do we want to accomplish this year this semester things like that so if you don't have a plan that's okay I got you but if you do have a plan do you have pieces in in place to monitor the plan to make adjustments to know what questions to ask to know when to pivot and do things different Uh, If you don't, then maybe your answer is really no, right? Maybe it's not yes, maybe it's no, but do you have a plan? And really, if you think about having a plan, I mean, oh my goodness, think about how much time we put into just planning a trip, And it could could be a big trip. Maybe you're going, you know, to another country. It could be going to your parents' house, right, that live out of state. But you have a plan for your trip. I know even for us when we plan, when we go see relatives, there's a certain route that we always take. There's certain places we stop to get gas. There's certain things that you do. And even in a bigger trip that you may be planning, going somewhere you've never gone before, if you think about it from that direction. I think about Disney because we're big Disney fans in our household. And I can remember early on when we would go to Disney, all the planning I would put into what is she going to wear what snacks are we going to have and you know the airport and navigating the transportation and are we going to stay you know on site or off site or you know all these pieces but if you think about all the time that we as moms put into planning a vacation planning a trip it doesn't matter if it's a weekend trip or a 10-day trip we put time in Why aren't we putting time in to plan for our child's education? And again, that is the whole child. That is academic, social, emotional. Are we hitting all those pieces? Are we supporting all those pieces? You wouldn't just wake up this morning and say, I'm going to go to Europe and I'm just going to go to the airport, right? No, you're not going to do that. You're going to have a plan. Even if you're going to drive five hours to Disney, you're not just going to jump in the car and drive and not worry about packing, not worry about where you're staying. And in these days and time, there are times that parks are closed right now. So, I mean, you really have to think about your trips ahead of time. And then what do you want to do? So this gets into unlocking the strengths and talents. If We can talk about that in a minute about your child. But when you think about when you go on vacation, what are some things that you want to do? Are you relaxing? Are you recharging? Are you in? in, what's the word i'm looking for are you enjoying or are you planning for i guess rather how to get involved in the culture how to uh you know expose your children to different cultures try different foods you know all the pieces around traveling well why aren't we doing that with a master plan all right okay i'm gonna jump off my soapbox and we're gonna go to number four so number four of your quiz is do you know your child's strengths talents and gifts Basically, what I'm asking here is, do you know, have you done the work to recognize, identify, and nurture your child with dyslexia? Have you spent the time to really look at their strengths, talents, and gifts? I'll let you in on a little spoiler alert, a little secret. Those pieces become our kids' future. It becomes their careers, their businesses, their passions. So we absolutely need to identify those. And sometimes that's a pivot, right? We might think it's one thing. And we realize it's something else. The seasons may change. They may like it today. And six months from now, they want to try something else. That's okay. We just need to continue to be on the lookout and recognizing and nurturing those things and working on that together as a family. Maybe you don't even know where to start. That's okay. So this is a yes or no. And if you're like, "Mm, maybe I know, if it's maybe, then it's a no, okay? So do you know or don't know? Is it a yes or no? Do you know your child's strengths, talents, and gifts today? Do you know? And if you don't, that's okay. I'm going to help you get started. And then number five, do you have self-care in your daily schedule? Be honest here. Do you right now, if I went to your calendar, your planner, your Google Doc, wherever you write down what you're going to do today, And if you don't do that, ooh, let's circle back and talk about that. (laughs) You definitely need a plan for yourself, not just for your child. So what is it that you're going to get accomplished today? And self-care has to be what's on your daily schedule. And let me give you permission. It's going to look different every day. That's okay. It's going to look different in every season. You got different age children. You got multiple children. You just had a new child. You got a new job. Whatever. It's going to look different but you got to do something. So be honest. Do you, have a, do you have self-care in your daily schedule? Yes or no? So let me tell you just a little bit about what I think about when I think about self-care. And if you've been around the podcast for a minute, you know I'm a, a big proponent about self-care because I can tell myself when I don't take care of myself. And my family could probably tell you that they know too. They notice. <laughs> we can't serve and we can't care for others when we don't care for ourselves. And we have to do that first. We have to fill that tank up first. Is that selfish? Absolutely not. And when you have that mindset that you think it's selfish and you don't have the time, you need the work even more. Think about what recharges you in this season. It can be a 10-minute walk. It can be lunch with a girlfriend. It can be reading your favorite blog post. It can be listening to your favorite podcast, right? (laughs) It can be playing tennis. It is going to look different for each of us. And even in different seasons that you have, it's going to look different. And that is okay. You really want to be thinking about, you know, what would light me up today? What would recharge me today? Or maybe you have a couple of things. If you have a couple of things that you enjoy doing, then see about putting them on your calendar and doing those daily. All right? So now you're going to tally up your yeses and your nos. If you have five yeses, you've done the work, and I would say that you're you're feeling pretty confident about things. I'm so proud of you, and I want to say thank you for continuing to be in our community and supporting other moms. Now, if you had one no, two no's, three or four no's, that's okay. I've got you, okay? We can do this. These, you know, and I want you to, I want to tell you too, let me tell you a little disclaimer there or a little bit about myself. So there are times that I have five yeses, but there are also different seasons when I might not have all yeses, right? Seasons of growth, transitions, changes. I talked a little bit earlier about peeling back that onion. So as we also, as a family, experience different pieces of the dyslexia, then we're having to, and I'm having to go back through those pieces to see, you know, have I processed these new thoughts and feelings? Do I now have a plan how to address that particular the particular dyslexia sister that's popped up? How, do I have a plan or do I understand what that new or additional identification is? Do I have all those things? And sometimes I do and sometimes I don't. So I say that to say, it's okay if you don't have all four or all five rather, it's okay if you have some no's or if they're all no's, it's okay, all right? So you're listening because you want to be more confident in raising your child with dyslexia and you're ready to take action to make that happen. You want to understand your child's learning profile. You want to understand those things. You also want to know and understand What it means to be dyslexic, you want to help remediate your child's dyslexia, you want her to be able to read and write and spell, and you want to get lost, you want to get rid of rather (laughs) the lost, overwhelming, just not sure where to start feeling, you want to get rid of that frustration you may find frustrated with others for not understanding how you're feeling. Frustrated that you miss the signs of dyslexia, that helplessness and discouragement you have because others just don't get it, and maybe you're looking for another mom, someone who has experience with raising a child with dyslexia. So let's talk about the three options you have. So if you had even one no to that quiz, those th- those five pieces, and I'm going to run by Pat, I'm going to run through them rather one more time for you. Number one is. Can you confidently tell others what dyslexia is? Number two is, have you processed your feelings and thoughts about raising a child with dyslexia? Number three is, do you have a master plan? Do you have that dyslexia battle blueprint plan? And I say that, that's what I call it, but it's really your master plan. Number four, do you know your child's strengths, talents, and gifts? And number five, do you have a self-care plan? Do you have self-care in your daily schedule? If you said no to any of those, then you have three options. One is you can kind of figure it out on your own. And that's what you've probably been doing by listening to the podcast. You've probably been on Google and found books and other Facebook groups. You know, sometimes I say Google is your best friend, right? Like that's where you go to find information and learn things. And, you know, you could call it all good and done, right? And I started there. I started there. Looking on Google, finding references for books, reading blog posts, listening to podcasts, but, you know, being a member of as many Facebook groups as I could. But you know what? I learned a lot along the way. And if you don't want to feel like you're all over the place and it's messy and it's not clear and you're just not sure what to do. You don't know if the information on the websites are accurate or trusted or credible. Well, I've spent the last four years doing this work. Now, I am, you know, I work as a civil rights attorney. And so my background is research. My background is figuring out where the credible references and information is. So if you're looking for a guide, a guide, someone who can get you through the journey an easier way, then you may be asking yourself, you know, how do I get that, Nicole? How do I feel more confident? What is the easier way? Well, that's where option two comes in. Totally free option, option two, which is to to work with me. And so this free option is grabbing a copy of our Dyslexia Battle Blueprint Beginner's Guide. And you can get a copy on our website. I'm going to tell you about that in a few minutes. This is a great place to start because I'm going to introduce you to the three-step system that we use in Dyslexia Mom Life. What we use here on the podcast, on all the things that we do as far as helping moms. And so let me run through those three steps. What's that three-step system? So it's building your awareness, number one, step one. You got to start with the basics, right? building your awareness, dyslexia, education, and your mindset. That's where you start. Number two is, like I said earlier, creating that master plan. Academic, social, emotional, all those pieces. Step three is unlocking your child's strengths, talents, and gifts. So if you want to get a copy of that free beginner's guide, then you're going to go to dyslexiamomlife.com and you'll see under resources where that guide is. And you would just, you know, click on that link and put in some information and then you would get that guide for free. That is a beginner's guide. So it's going to get you started, talk a little bit about some of these definitions, give you kind of a place to to kind of do some work on your own. Now, option number three is I don't need that beginner's guide, Nicole. What I really need is to take action and I'm ready. I need you, Nicole, to help me, guide me through this three-step process and system I mean, when you think about a system, people learn in different ways. But for those of you that really want to work one-on-one and you want accountability, I have a four-week coaching program, the Dyslexia Battle Blueprint Coaching Program. And it will provide you with accountability. And it's going to help you, right? It's going to help you go from having those feelings of being overwhelmed, feeling alone, Finding yourself lost, not knowing where to start. Worried about your child's future, right? That helpless and discouraged piece. And then working with someone you trust. All of those are components. In the four-week course, we will start out by each week, I will explain a piece of it to you. So we'll talk about defining dyslexia. We'll talk about, you know, your thoughts and your processes around like a growth mindset and things of that nature. And then you will have something that you'll have to go do that week, right? So you'll have something you'll go work on. And then you'll come back the next week and we'll discuss it. You'll show it to me. We'll discuss it. You'll have some workbooks that'll go along with each step. And each each week, you'll have a workbook that we'll work out of. And once we discuss kind of what you've accomplished that week, then we'll go on to the next step. And we do these coaching sessions through Zoom. And we can do a video, which is what I prefer. But if you prefer to turn off if you're not camera ready, that's fine. We can just do the audio and then you'll get a copy of it. And like I said, you'll also get a digital workbook. So we'll be doing things like defining dyslexia. So you're comfortable telling someone what that is. We're going to talk about your thoughts and feelings around dyslexia. Create that master plan. And in that, we're going to schedule some monitoring and progress pieces. We're going to talk about how to unlock and identify your child's strengths, gifts, and talents. And we're also going to put on the calendar some self-care for you. And we're going to talk about and identify what that looks like for you. So each week, you're going to be working toward feeling more confident with a direction. Wouldn't it be great to actually feel confident about this? and to move forward, to to really be able to understand dyslexia and feel more confident about it as you talk to the adults and the others around you in your child's life that might need to know these things, and learning how to really thrive with your child, like really building a relationship, and you feeling calm and confident and ready to take on your day. Doesn't that sound great? Great. I mean, I have to tell you, I love this work. I love working with moms. I love talking about dyslexia. And I absolutely love working with you to see your child grow. But you know what? There, there are only going to be limited spots every month. So if you're interested, I would say take action now. If you're not ready, or maybe you're just not quite there yet, or maybe the investment is just not possible right now, that's okay. Okay. Come hang out in our free Facebook group, Dyslexia Mom Life Podcast Community, and continue the conversation. Get involved in our Facebook group. Continue to listen to the podcast and read the blog. Be sure to grab your copy of the Dyslexia Battle Blueprint. Get that free copy, that freebie of the Beginner's Guide. But we also have an ebook that takes it a little bit deeper. And in addition to that, we also have a self-paced video course with lifetime access, work on your own pace. So if you prefer to work independently, that's fine. You choose what works best for you. But know that I'm here, I have resources for you, whatever wherever you're at in the process. You can find everything we just talked about at dyslexiamomlife.com. And I want you to remember, you got this, and have a fantastic week. Thanks for listening today. If you want to learn more about dyslexia and raising a child with dyslexia, head over to dyslexiamomlife.com for more dyslexia resources. If you want more support or to chat about this episode, come join me and other amazing moms in our private Facebook group, Dyslexia Mom Life Podcast Community. Be sure to introduce yourself to the group. Have a great week, and remember, you got this.